The following clip was recorded live for LEAF, a first-of-its-kind accelerator and fellowship for BIPOC women-led businesses. LEAF Growing equity, one entrepreneur at a time. So good afternoon, everyone. I hope everyone is staying cool. Um, good thing is it's not that hot today, right? Uh, I think this weekend, Saturday, Sunday is going to be even hotter. So uh, I'm going to be in a even warmer place. I'm, I'm going to Lake Havasu today. I mean, uh, this weekend. So it'll be pretty hot out there. But at least it's dry heat. Anyone want to say hello before we start and I introduce our guest speaker today? Javon. Hey. Let me get some better lighting. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Javon Sanders. Um, for the, I haven't been on a while um, because I've been street, just busy as who knows what. But um, I'm the owner of Toss It Up. Toss It Up is a salad company, and I'm getting ready to go into my first location. So once we do that, I will let you guys know. So maybe you guys will come down, get a salad, and um, support. Um, and um, yeah, that's about it. So I'm here. I made it. I'm on two Zoom calls because I'm part of my neighborhood council. So I'll be going back and forth. Well, thank you so much, Siobhan, for joining. And yes, keep us posted on grand opening day. We definitely want to come out and get some salads. I still haven't tried them yet, so I definitely want to do that, Javon. Anybody else want to come on and say hello? What's up, Martha? Martha's been another one of our guest speakers. She's also a leader. Hello, hello, everybody. I am actually, oh, like, let me turn on my camera here. Um, just a quick hello. Sorry, I'm like napping for a second. Um, I have also just been super busy, but I'm really excited about the project that I'm doing. Kind of like a dream uh, contract. Um, I will come out with more details soon, but just good to be here. And I love to talk about branding and marketing and all that. So definitely looking forward to the presentation today. Awesome. And yes, today we have a special guest speaker, a uh, previous facilitator at LEAF. Uh, she worked with a lot of the your fellows. I'm sure that maybe she's worked with one of your fellows here, Catherine here. She worked with Catherine before. Miss um, Mega Jewel, our communication specialist here to teach you a little bit about, you know, creating that brand book and your press kit. So I hope you are all ready to, to learn and, and work. So Mega, whenever you're ready, go ahead and take it away. It's all yours. I'm super excited. Okay. So I am a former LEAF facilitator. You know, that's how I know Catherine and Ale. And also, you know, as far as our goal today, it's going to be interactive. I want to hear from you. I, I've had actually the time to audit everybody, meaning like take a look at your past social media or even the work, uh, the website. So I know exactly what you're talking about. So I have like, for example, toss it up, you know, you're super active on or you're active on social media. I have pulled everything from websites to social. So we can totally take a look at that and really customize this conversation for you all. Nicole, welcome back or welcome into our conversation. And just to kickstart things, I want to introduce a little bit more about who I am and who the hell am I and why am I 
incredible for this particular conversation. So as far as where I've started, that really does to make an impact as far as where I've been, where I'm at today, and where I'm heading. I started out as a television news reporter back when, you know, about 10 years ago, really honing in on telling stories that really aims for the heart for the people watching but also making things very simple and digestible for people to understand. And it really helps because especially in the world of social or digital media, our attention span is like, you know, three seconds. And so how do you capture people's attention? How do you get them hooked? How do you become a thumb stopper so people stop scrolling and look at your stuff? And really, after journalism, I switched over to entrepreneurship, having my own agency, understanding what the heck that means. You're having multiple hats, right? You are a communicator, you're a marketer, you're a salesperson, you're making you know, the actual food or whatever. And it's just a lot. So I've been there. I'm doing that still today. And last but not least, in terms of where I'm at Right now, I'm a VP of social media at a PR firm in San Francisco or based in San Francisco. I'm really excited to be able to share my experiences because it took me a while. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've gotten a lot of successes as well, and I want to be able to transfer that knowledge. So I love telling stories and invest in people and the next generation of communicators. And, you know, are there any questions or what questions do you have for me that relate to what makes me credible for you? How can I help you? How can I elevate or add value to your organization or your company? Please stop me. Use the chat. I'm looking at them. I want to be able to answer them, making it customized to you. So I'm going to stop there. I'm going to ask Nicole, Catherine, Adriana, Imani, Martha, Javon, Ali, any questions before I move on? Um, hi, Timani. Um maybe 75% here, <laughs> but um, I think my question would be about like your favorite or industries to design for or brands, or do you kind of look at them all with um, coming, not from the same lens, but like, do you get excited about all of them the same, or is there a specific industry that you've really enjoyed and maybe one that you found really challenging? I'll start with a challenging one. That's really great. I was taking a look at your, I believe you're with Elemental Breath, correct? Yep, that's me. I love it. I, I was looking at your website and it's just like, all right, I got to take a breath because the world is crazy. It's nuts. And I appreciate the colors that you had on your website and your social. In terms of answering your question, I could start with the challenging. You know, Right now, I have 15, 20 clients that's in the B2B space. They're talking about data warehousing, artificial intelligence, you know, Things that candidly I know nothing about, first of all, and I had to really jump in. And then second, do I care about it? It was really much a struggle because why the heck am I going to care about a box that transfers data? But I had to really like summarize that and internalize it and go, okay, well, why is this useful? Why are people buying this? And it turns out this data warehousing, this whatever box or whatever it does, it helps you know process um videos that are streamed on Netflix or Prime or something like that. And it's really cool because, ah, it makes it relatable to me and it makes it relatable to my life. Uh, in terms of just like right off the bat, what I love, it, really, it boils down to the people. It's the people behind the business that I love collaborating with. Because if you have a heart and you have a mission to serve and invest in the community, elevate that particular community or that group, it makes it super easy because it's less about the money. It's less about that, but really focusing on the story, really focusing on 
what are you adding value? What are you, how are you contributing to society, et cetera? And then, and then you can build stories off there and build relationships online. How's that, Imani? No, that's really helpful. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Better health, less stress, more joy. <laughs> that's it. That's what it says for now. It's, it's where I'm in a need of uh, an update, but I will. That's what we're here for. (laughs) Divulge into that later. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Anyone else? Any questions to to begin with? I love it. All right. I don't see any unmutes. Let's go over today what we'll learn and how we're going to engage. Hopefully, y'all y'all are going to be in front of a computer because you need it. A little bit of software because we're going to be working together to make sure that we're collaborating on your bouts, on your brand persona, brand book um, press kit. And it's really great that we have a small group here because we can really hone things um, in. So let's start with brand persona. It's a collection of personality traits, attitudes, values that your brand showcases on a regular basis that connect. This is the relationship aspect that I was talking about before with a certain audience that you're targeting. So it could be a person, it could be character, or it can be an idea. So before we get going, I want to put some stuff on the chat. I want to hear from each and every single one of you, even if you're not a business person. Uh, for example, if you're a fellow, you could talk about who's your target you know, employer. And if you are um, facilitator, you know, how your audience is, um, the, the students or the business owners, let's think about who we are talking to. So I'm going to go with Javon up top there and we can go around and I do want to figure out when we get to Niambi. Is that how I pronounce your name? Yes. Yes. Niambi. Niambi. Okay. So let's start off with Javon. I want to hear from you. Like, Tell, tell us more about your, your background, what you're doing, and who are you trying to cater to? So I am a full-time entrepreneur now. I was a bus driver when I started my company. Mm-hmm. And when COVID hit, I transitioned from a bus driver to a 100% business owner, start selling, uh, serving the city of Los Angeles, um, primary South LA with a variety of salads and two fruit infused teas. Currently we do um, farmer's market pop-ups, online ordering, corporate orders and other events as well. Um, Yeah. Me. That's fabulous. I think the pivot is very telling. You have great websites, interactive. There was a pop-up with a newsletter. So I'm curious, who do you who do you generally speak to, whether it's on social, on your newsletters? Like if you could pick a personality, like what have you been doing for the for the audience development? Um, right now is the busy entrepreneur or person that wants to eat healthy but do not have time to chop. So a lot of us, you know, we plan to make salads however we will buy the fruits the vegetables and whatnot but we find find out later after a week or so they're they're wilted they're destroyed or whatnot so we give the convenience of eating healthy with dark leafy greens no matter if it's a caesar salad an apple cranberry walnut or if you're a meat eater we have that too we have a pat 
protein cob. So we have salads to fit everyone, but primary for those who want to eat healthy but do not have time to chop, and maybe those who also who are transitioning to eating healthy as well. I love it. Let's get going on Adriana, Imani, Nicole, Catherine. Let's go through you guys and, and, and go through like your brand persona or an idea of it. Some of the things that maybe align with your company, what values you're, you're looking for. Let's go with Adriana. Hello. Hi. Um, well, at the moment, I I was um, getting fo uh, focused on my um, small business, but I am in college, so right now I'm putting that to the side. But I think as a um, as a content creator, um, I'm looking into like social media networking, something like that. But at the moment, not right now. In the event when you pick things back up, so let me get this correctly. You are a content creator. Your goal is to serve you know, businesses, is that correct with the content that you create? I can say yes or no, like, like 50, 50. I don't know yet. Got it. Got it. Mm -hmm. So I think we can take a look at you as a student and how we can frame that to when you are ready for starting a business or when you after school. So that's right. perfect. Yeah. All right. How about, how about you, Imani? And then we'll go to Nicole. Um, I'm not sure where to start here, but, uh, I'll share my values first, maybe. Um, well, yeah, I just don't know where to start. Okay. So elemental breath right now, uh, or in the direction we're going, we are a experience provider, um, that offers wellness opportunities to businesses um, and places where remote workers and digital nomads uh, do their work. And so that could be in the office at home or in like a bookshop or cafe. Um, and we bring opportunities for stress relief and more joy. And so the way that our, my brand or I want to, my brand to be perceived is one that welcomes ease. Are, these are our values anyways. We welcome ease. We follow freedom. Um, we experience joy, explore patience, and act with courage. And I don't know if I've covered everything, but if you give me another question, I can probably answer it. <laughs> You're going to be, it's going to be perfect for our exercise up next. Where I'm going to ask y'all to either bring up a piece of paper or a note notebook. I'm going to ask some questions to really start thinking about who we're talking to, because as much as our business, we're like, we'll talk about marketing and do this and do that it really doesn't make any sense if you don't really laser focus on the audience that you're speaking to, whether it's, you know, an mm -hmm. employer that you're applying a job to or a business that you're pitching to, like you have to really understand. That's why we're really starting with that. So don't worry about knowing we'll get there and we'll get there together. How okay. about, how about you, Nicole, then Catherine, then Yambi? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hi. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um. Good evening. This is not afternoon anymore. Um. My response. <clears throat> excuse me. My response is going to be twofold. So at this moment in time, um, I'm working on my entrepreneur skills because um, I work for a company called Pride Industries, and um, basically the it's a nonprofit organization that uh, 
gears towards hiring people with disabilities and or veterans. Um, I'm Latina, so I'm quote unquote a minority um, in the work field. People with disabilities are considered to be minorities. So it's unfortunate that there is that stigma because my mom has always taught me uh, minority to no one. If anything, we are better than um, so it's each to their own. Uh, but in this case, it's really unfair that people with disabilities are treated as if they are not capable and able to um, successfully complete a job, perform a job, uh, when in fact, sometimes, even as, again, quote unquote, being a minority, sometimes we have to work harder. Um, I never feel like I have to work harder. I work hard because I want to work hard. I was instilled, you work hard because that's just who we are as, as, as a people, as a person. Um, and that just shows our characteristics with that. So people with disabilities have to sometimes work harder just to prove themselves. So with my company that um, gears towards that, we have contracts with, um, different locations, if you will. I happen to work on um, an Air Force base uh, here in El Segundo, California. And therefore, my quote-unquote quote customer is the Air Force. Um, we do have people, we're basically the maintenance department. I work in what we call uh, work control. And I have three dispatchers, I believe, we have three dispatchers that have a disability and they are excellent workers um, from top to bottom, from day in, day out. And I'm very proud to be able to work for a company that has such a, a meaningful purpose, where it started from, where it's going, how it's evolved. I am pretty much learning and growing with the company um, and I'm doing my best to be innovative, to be creative, to in a sense stand out, but to bring something to the table because I'm just so grateful for the opportunity that I have to um, one, work for Pride Industries and secondly, work for the Air Force. There are our customers and you know because of the freedom that I, we have, uh, people willingly, voluntarily, um, not give the freedom, but, you know, go fight for us, go protect our country. And I'm just eternally, literally grateful for that um, because I can go to college. I can stand strong in who I am, my name, where my family comes from. Um, anywho, so I'm just learning and growing with the company. Um, so that's my entrepreneur skills. And then my entrepreneur skills is that I have a license. Um, this is my second time going to El Camino. I am studying communications. Um, the first time I went to El Camino, I obtained my cosmetology license. I was in the industry. I loved it. It's my passion. You guys, sorry, my dogs. Um, I, I absolutely loved it. And I, unfortunately, life really knocked me down. I fell. And I, when I got back up, I just said, you know, I had to reevaluate life and where I was going, X, Y, and Z. Now, here we are. Fast forward. Um, I am trying to build myself um, to really learn the ins and outs of what owning a business, not owning because I don't own a business yet, but really uh, working in a business and being and thriving and being successful in different areas of management, HR, X, Y, and Z, because um, I'm able to ex be exposed to different areas in a business while also studying business so that in hopes one day that I can own my own hair salon and really get back to my passion and then um, make help people women and men feel beautiful from the inside and out because beauty comes from the inside not the outside if anything our outside is to complement the inside and i truly feel that um god has instilled in me a, a talent and a passion that i want to it's not necessarily giving back but i want to serve like that's definitely yeah. uh, part of my purpose in life so that's my i guess twofold to i love it I love it. I, I love that part where you say from beauty is inside and out to really support folks that way. That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing, Nicole. No, no. Thank you for listening. Catherine, and then Niambi will get started into uh, some exercises. Okay. So I decided to do this um, since I'm a, I was a fellow, I'm going to do this on LEAF, the program we're all in 
so we can all learn from it. Um, so Leaf, I feel the personality traits, um, well, it's for female business owners of color in Los Angeles County who are go-getters, resourceful, and they really value learning. Um, they're also trying to get their business to the next level. Is that, am I, am I doing a good job? I don't know what else to add. There is no right and wrong here. I love it, Mega. There is, it is you, it is your stage, it's your story. It's what you want to really, who you want to talk to. Okay. So that's basically it then. Really women empowerment. I love that. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, Nyambi and we'll get going. Everyone else, please prepare a document up on your Google Docs. Or if you like me, I like a notebook, prepare that too. Thank yeah. you. So yeah. my name is Nyambi. I'd like you to recap the questions just a little more clearly. I would love to know what your understanding is of brand personnel, of brand persona, your, a little bit more about your background, your business, and being able to talk about you know, what, what your purpose here is and what your okay. business purpose. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So my company, I have three companies. I'm, they're kind of umbrellaed under Integrated Wellness Concepts, which is a wellness company we create. Um, we assist people in living in a world of stress without letting a world of stress live within them. So we provide opportunities for uh, yoga, meditation, wellness practices, healthy eating, lifestyle change, diabetes prevention, movement exercises, um, and products and experiences. <laughs> so um, with that, the products are pleasure-based. So products around self-care and self-pleasure, the experiences, I have a, a location for retreats and wellness retreats in Jamaica, West Indies, which is a beachfront wellness, high vibration location. And my other services are provided both in person and virtually. And I consider myself a transformation facilitator and the objective being to uh, impart and teach and educate and empower, educate around healthy lifestyle with pleasure. I love that. And also I hear some common themes here with healthy eating, some meditation and health. I hear a potential partnership, just a wink, wink. In terms of last person, I did see someone come in. Let's see. Is I believe it's Mia. We're just doing some introductions. Also, would love to get to know. I know you're you're in school right now. We've met through the through the Leaf program. Would you like to share a little bit more about you, Mia? Uh, sure. Um, yes, I'm a fellow. I believe um, most of you guys have heard about me and. Um, I actually graduated this uh, past summer on, I got my BA on sociology and I'm currently looking for a job right now. And I log in to see, cause it looks like an interesting topic. So Perfect. that's why I came in. Yeah. So in this case, since you are a student looking for a position, I think a great opportunity in this case is in this exercise we're going to do next. Uh, you could have potentially tailoring the audiences for the next job opportunity or what have you. So if you're ready, thank you for sharing. I want you to get your piece of paper and I want to go through these questions one by one and really like, let's talk through it. If we need to talk through it out loud or what have you. 
And this is really important, like I've said before, who we're talking to and getting it down on paper because sometimes we talk about it, we talk about it, it's all in the thinking phase, but it's not, it's not done through the actionable phase. So first questions, in terms of the people that you are serving or t- targeting your business towards, what are their pain points? What are they challenged with? What are they challenged with? Like Javon, you had said, they don't have time. They want to be healthy, but they don't have time. So what are they challenged with? Let's take a look. Anybody want to spill things out? Affordability is one for us. So uh, we try to make it easy, affordable, convenient. Um, yeah, and those are the main three things. <laughs> so challenge could be price. It's super expensive. Mm-hmm. Convenient, they don't have time. So they're probably busy with what? Kids. Kids. Could they be busy work. with work? Okay. Um running errands does anybody have similar challenges like javon if not what are what are we what is your audience challenged with um and accessibility as well um, since South LA is a food desert, there's no healthy eating. So you have to go all the way to the west side, downtown LA, out of the region, spend gas, time, wait in line, and then like affordability is not there either. Right. So with Toss It Up, it's accessible. Um, we have online ordering, we have meal plans. <laughs> you could have your salads that last between three to five days, depending on what salads. They're packed with um, dark leafy greens, so you're getting your nutrition at a, an affordable price, like mentioned. And since they, um, since we just do local pop-ups right now, a lot of people, I have a few people that do meal plans with us, which they come either pick up or submit a job form. Sure. And it's easy for them to have it right there in their, their refrigerator. It's like a grab-and-go method. Love that. Let's focus on those challenges. I think you've really hit the nail on the head on that. And also moving to, for example, Imani, also Nyambi, Nyambi, um, you are focusing on the businesses with wellness. What Mm -hmm. could be potentially pain points that these companies are facing? Just to give you a highlight, you know, my company is a remote company and they hired some, um, hydration person a a chef or some sort to make a shake or something because they want to help us feel like we have things to do to relax and de-stress so what are challenges Mm -hmm. that these companies might be facing for you guys stressed employees high cost of healthcare, um burnout of their employees low productivity from their employees I love this. And just to confirm, everyone's getting this their own piece and their bullets on their own document? Thumbs up or yes or reaction? Siobhan, yes? 
I think what I could say also that I've been seeing uh, men- the, uh, the people mental uh, mental health also. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is they're challenged with people are just bombarded with either too much information, too much work, too much stuff that you are here to really support and be that that solution. Accessibility is something that Nicole also shares uh, with disabilities, you know, the resources, opportunity to acquire employment also is important. Now, after this section on your notebook, let's go through a couple more questions. This time, that first one could be a good exercise. But now, how do you make them feel? Or if your business is not yet up and running, or if you're a student, how do you want to make them feel? So with your services with your offerings how do you want to make these people feel safe supported Mm -hmm. successful and inspired are you writing those down on your document too (laughs) nope i am now you should. I would love for you all to start that. That way it's all on paper. It's yours. Something to keep. Something to think about. Because I'll, I'll show you why this at the end of this particular exercise. All right. This is going to take a little bit of time. And you don't have to really jump in. I want you to, to really focus on your story. This is it, it t- It's very tough for people sometimes. Because there's so much information. But what is your business or your brand story? I'm going to keep it quiet. Put some music on for about two minutes or so just to get thinking. I want you to put that down on paper. Or if you want to talk about it, that's how you express yourself. Totally, totally feel feel free to do this. So. Mega question. For me that I don't have a like a business plan or anything like that, what should be writing about? Sure. Like I in terms of the student element, there are a couple of students here or folks who are looking for positions. Your audience, I would recommend something along the lines of a company looking to hire you. So what are the companies challenged with that you could potentially fill? What are your skills that would help their pain points? How do you make them feel? Meaning, how do you want your employers to feel when you're doing a job interview or when you're, you know, kicking off a conversation or setting a one-on-one or what have you? So tailor it to that. I believe that was Mia, correct? Yes. All right. Thank you. As you're thinking, think about what value you add, what problem you solve, why you created your organization and your business. Really the the passion, the fire behind that.
Does anyone want to share the first line? Uh, I can share as a, a student or as a future employee what I what I wrote for for the company. I put uh, that I will bring to my company and the company that I will be working for the input of uh, my major sociology to be able to make their company more human, like to care more about the employers. Uh, uh, since it's a win-win either when the employers are feeling good, the company is going to see more progress in their company. So if their employers are good, everything is going to be on the company. So to make the company more, like they care about the employers. I, I noticed um, when more of the places that I have worked, they, they, don't, they don't really care about the employers at all. You know, like if you live, uh, we have a hundred waiting for, for this position. So if, we, if you leave, that's fine for us. So I wanted to show like they need to be more caring about their company. Sure. I think that what you shared is really factual. It's important. It also explains the what. I want you to start thinking about why. It's your story. What makes you who you are? Why is it that you want to do what you're going to want to do? What you just shared with me is great. It explains what you want to do, but does it, it needs to? You need to elaborate a little bit more, as I as I suggest to go into the why. Is there a problem that you want to solve? Is it a personal experience that you've, you know, gone through? Yeah, I will say it's a social problem because like I say, in most of the companies I have worked is the same thing. And most of the people that I, I know working in different fields, engineers um, and, and psychologists, social workers, they all have the same issue. They're not happy at their work. They don't like the way they're treated. They don't feel like they are um, good taken care of. And everybody that I know, they feel the same way and they're all in different fields. So I think it's a social problem, not just one company problem or different companies is a big social problem. Thank you for sharing. All right. It's been a minute, so I'm going to call up on folks. Is everybody good with your story? Do you have any questions? I'm not going to share, you know, ask for details here. If it's your story, it's your story to keep. Would anyone like to share any highlights or questions that they might ask to refine what they have so far? Um, I have a question about like kind of like where to start or if you have any other guiding questions that would help frame or outline the story because like you said it can get really long and windy we have important things I know the through line should obviously lead up and end to why this business exists like what the why is mm -hmm. um, but how to craft that together and what are the components that are necessary sure I can even go back to my introduction you know, it's very, it, this is something that I had to craft uh, from, from, for my, for my LinkedIn, for example, and it comes into framework of what 
you are doing. So for example, here, my work focuses on elevating companies, brand stories, cultivating impactful conversations and improving this whole list. It talks about the what. And um, I actually have additional content here. Um, one second. So we could start with the what, what you do. And then the, that piece is like, for example, I invest in, in others to find relief away from stress. You know, think about adjective words that get you to what do you do? What is that brand that you are really activating? Does that give you a good start in terms of first start, first steps? What is it that you do? Yes. So I think so. <laughs> just, I mean, I think it should just be a brain dump. It's nothing perfect. Doesn't have to be grammatically correct. Just needs to be on paper. Go like, what the heck do you do? Yeah. And then the, the second piece is why? Why is it that you do that? Mm. So it could be just two sentences as far as like, you know, what, I create communication plans for business owners that talks about my why and who I'm talking to. I create communication strategies and plans for business owners for them to achieve, you know, communication, freedom, of success, some words I, I totally stole from you. And the reason why I do that is because I love seeing folks taking that knowledge and making it their own, being able to have the freedom to cultivate and create that makes sense for their brand. It's completely BS in the sense of like how I would frame it. It has, has some frameworks of what I would do, but I would like, it's completely BS meaning like it is a brain dump. It is chicken scratch. It is a draft. From there, I want you to like look at it, review it, make it better, et cetera. But this is a starting point. There's nothing that needs to be perfect about it. Hope that makes sense. Okay, I'm going to go through these ones a little bit more quickly unless there's more your story questions. On your piece of paper, on your document, how do you build trust and relationship with the people that you're serving? Reputation could be one. You know, for example, for the salads, reoccurring, people who are like, I love this, this tastes good, I'm going to do more. How do you build trust with people who are... Um, in the meditation or in the wellness space, people who've tried you or who are really looking for credibility and go, yes, they have methods that work and they are tested and true. What are ways that you build trust and relationships with these folks? Perfect. Next, where do you build a relationship online? Meaning, where are your folks hanging out? If they are companies, are they on you know website, Facebook, Google, Twitter? Where are they online? Where are your people online? Does anybody want to take a stab and you know tell a little bit more about them? I know for myself, we um, received a lot of uh, customers through uh, Instagram. I know you have like 2000 followers or something like that. Yeah. We, that's 
it's a miracle. But also, <laughs> um, sometimes just one-on-one in-person at pop-ups too um, throughout the neighborhood, being a participant of like I'm part of my neighborhood council um, and then they start to refer um, next once we go into our location um, it will be on LinkedIn so we could do more corporate orders mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and start um, I don't know how to work LinkedIn but getting connected with those who might be in the healthcare industry and things like that Places. I love that what what you just said it's the connection you show up that's what you're doing you're showing up you're building that connection with people and those people then then they trust you and they refer you and that that applies to many businesses and the businesses here and the students here too i hope javon you have that on your dock um i'm like multitasking so i'm, I'm going back and forth i have to uh, go back and do review this again sure all right last thing is top of mind what other brands would they be looking for that they care for i want you to just think about what brands they might be searching for example if it's you know i don't know maybe it's because i had texted my husband for my lavender spray but he never delivered <laughs> but for the wellness companies thinking about maybe an aromatherapy company or uh, some other companies that might already incorporate hr and wellness into their plans. Like think about other brands that you can think uh, through that might be similar to yours or might be partners. So take a, take some time to just jot down like one, two, or maybe three, and then we'll be on our way. How's everyone doing? Martha, Catherine, Nicole, haven't heard from y'all so, and Adriana, we're good? Doing well on my end. I um, myself do web development and marketing. I'm not. I'm um, a software engineer by trade, so definitely more of the web development side. But because I do that, I just you know by nature have gotten into um, marketing and then also working with formal SEO agencies um, with um, my main and biggest client, which is a medium-sized business. So I'm also trying to think of the different um, clients that I have uh, because these are, yeah, definitely important things to go through with every business. And mine is really difficult, I would say, because like it's so broad. But um, yeah, I, I'm jotting things down. <laughs> I'm getting I, I love it. I mean, honestly, it's a whip for everything. It's a work in progress. And you got to go start somewhere, you know, some geeky guy that you used to make fun of has a shop in the garage and it turns out they create Microsoft and they get like to be the richest person at one time in the world or whatever. Like it starts somewhere, right? It's, you're good. I'm, we're super proud of you. All right. Last but not least, with all the documentation that we've just started, all the jotting and the brain dump, the chicken scratch, give this person a name, these tactics of their pain points of how you interact with them and how you build that relationship with them. I like to name mine somehow. Why Jessica? I think it's a very sweet name. And I have my list of pain points, what I do as a, a company, how I serve my team and the clients that I serve, the social platforms that they're on. I name them Jessica. And every time I write content 
or I do a training or whatever, I think of Jessica and go, okay, well, Jessica, like, what would I, how would I want to talk to you? Or how would you want to build that relationship with me, that person? So I want to hear from you. What name did you give your persona? Let's go with, let me put up the participant list. Ollie, do you have one? Adriana, Imani, Javon, Catherine, Martha, Mia, Nyambi, Nicole. Let's go through that list. Just shout out. Name of your persona. Ale, what would be your persona name? Very good question. I'm trying to think of what name. Now, when we're giving this persona a name, are we thinking of like, do I call them Ale or can it be like a different type of name? Like an actual human name? Yeah, it's the person you're like, the, per- the audience that you're working with or who you're trying to talk to, the target audience. Mm-hmm. What, who's that person that you're talking with? We'll come back to you. Okay. Uh, let's go with Mia, the Nyambi, Nicole. I'm sorry. I'm on a call right now. Sorry, I'm multitasking. Did you ask me a question? In the persona, what name would you give the person? That you're Juicy goddess. To? Say that again? Juicy goddess. Juicy goddess. So every time yes. you're thinking about who you're serving, you're like, what would juicy goddess want? Okay. I have to, I'm in the middle of a call, but I will come back. I'm, I'm still on the call here. I'm just sure. Okay. Anybody, I'm just going to say anybody. I want y'all to chime in. Cause I, I can't see. Um, I'll tap in. This is Imani. So I have two names because I'm thinking of like the B2B persona and the B2C persona, which they're, they work together, but they're different. Yep. I love um, the way you think. So I probably need to unpack why I picked my B2B to be Justin, but we're going to go with Justin here. Um, and then for my B2C, um, I was really feeling Linda or Rebecca. It might just be Linda Rebecca. Like that's their name. It feels very um, light and soft and open and compassionate. I love so, it. Yeah. When you're approaching a Justin with business or l- around elemental breath, you can, yeah. you know, you can address it like, I'm Justin, like, you know, talking to the company, yeah, like, yeah, you know, you could, you could have, like- you could have, this, you could make him whoever you want, you know, make that person whoever you want and really, really cater your communications and your touch points with Justin, similarly yeah. to Linda, Rebecca with the B2C, right. like they're they more need a little of- bit more care and nurturing. Justin is like, I got this. cool, but I'm yeah. here with the business. So Let's get to it. <laughs> Let's get to it. And I love yeah, it. And, Ka- yeah. and Catherine also shared Angela. So we're getting there. We're getting there. I love it. So I'm going to take a pause here. That document is going to be very, very helpful for you to create the base, the foundation of who you're talking to and why and how and what you're going to say. Because the moment you're like, I don't know what to say. I'm so confused. I'm so I'm drawing a blank. What would Justin want to hear from you? What would Juicy Goddess want to hear from you or Angela or Linda Rebecca? 
Um, Nicole, I'm struggling to think of a name. Nikki, for your services, my future salon name. Taurus style. Taurus is my last name, which is I'm super proud of. Yes, you can name it. This is your audience, right? It's not necessarily your business name, but the person that you want to come into your salon. So who would that be? And how would you how would you communicate with them? Those are the things that that you know relate to the persona. Is that good for everybody? So we are halfway through and want to make sure that we get you some activity. So this brand book, when we're talking about the personas that you're t- uh, that we've shared, got to keep Justin in mind, Angela in mind, and Torres, whoever you want. A brand book codifies your company's overall visual identity. This is your fonts, your pictures, your colors, you know, and you can even split this like, like um, Imani, you shared B2B to BC. It talks about preferred fonts, color palette. And, and the reason why this is important is because when you're presenting yourself, think about it from, for example, an Apple brand. It's very big and it seems very far away. But you know, when it's Apple, there's a certain style. There's that minimalistic white, you know, white background with black text or sometimes it's inverted, but you know, it's them. So that's what we want to create for you. Something consistent that would be able to spread across your internal teams yourself, keep you accountable on that. Are you ready? So I'm going to share with you on the Slack here. Do you all have a Canva account by chance? So we have to create a Canva account right there. And this is what you're gonna do. So I'm gonna stop sharing my screen here and I wanna share with you this. Are you all able to open this? Sorry, I'm not trying to draw on the screen. Um, (laughs) I don't know if you even saw that, but I, can so, can someone drop this also in the Slack? I don't know. I'm just on my phone. I'm on my laptop, but I'm on Zoom on my phone. Actually, maybe if I Got open it. it, it will go into my recents. I'm going to try Ollie, that. can you put this in the Slack, please? I'll send it over to you, Imani. Thank you. So this is a template that I've created for all you to do right in this call, we're going to spend like 15 minutes total because I believe Ollie, we have until 730, correct? Yeah, 730, 745. So is everybody able to open this? No, oh, wait, am I on mute? Nope. Okay. So if you haven't done so already, I'm going to do incognito window and it's canva.com. You want to sign up for free. You want to sign up for free, sign up with another email, whatever the case might be. It is free for the most part. There's lots of access for, for free access. That way you can get to this page. I know some of y'all are multitasking, so I'm going to follow up in about 30 and I'm going to get, I'm going to check in on you, Imani, to make sure you got 
what you need. Imani, I just sent it over to you. So I think I'm going to take Imani at you as an example while you figure that out. I just pulled up the website, took a screenshot of it, found some hex values on this color palette generator. So easy. Take a screenshot, color palette generated, all good to go. So now I have a nice brand color kit that I could create. Oh, wait, that's not mine. This is... Oh, that's Toss It Up. That's Javon. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Let me find... Where is Element? Apologies. Thanks for the correction. Oh, here it is. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, it's mainly the sage green. And let's see what it says. Oops. Let me know when you've got it, Imani, because I'm just waiting. I haven't heard back from everybody else. Color. Oh, I'm I'm in the brand kit now, so I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna just show you. You know, if you go from a color palette generator here, mm -hmm. yeah. you get nice color palette to really be able to showcase. So I'm gonna hold on to that, but first. We're going to start with the brand kit. You've got your own document. You're going to be able to manage that. You can let me know how to navigate this team, um, whether you need a tutorial on finding a certain element or what you need to adjust and edit. And if you're going to be on your phone, it is a little bit of a struggle. It is not the most. I pulled it up on my laptop. I'm just okay. like on Zoom on my phone, but I have the link so I, I can see. No problem. Canva. Nicole. I think this is recorded. Ale, please share it. You can technically do it on your phone, but it is a pain in the booty. I have done it. I have tried it. It is no fun. But for example, let's give yourself a brand name. So what was it? Elemental. And then you can change these colors. Elemental breath. LA. Oh, <laughs> I can't even read my own handwriting. It's all good. <laughs> um, so let's change this. So you could change your fonts and things like that. But for example, we know that your brand colors, I'm just going to use this one as an example, is, you know, not this brown. You can edit and change it simply by clicking on the box, clicking on the color, and you're going to tell this machine to go, I want this green. So that's all you need to do. And then this little beautiful clouds here, you'll see it throughout the dock. 
is where you can upload photos. You can upload photos directly here to click and drag like that. Or you can go into the element section and go and search, for example, wellness and find photos that might fall in this space. Yeah, I've used that. I guess it's the fifth picture in <laughs> my pitch presentation. This one? This past week, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So you've got it going on. Yeah. I'm, I try, I switch them up depending on who I'm pitching to, but I use that one in the past week. So, yeah. Fabulous. Is everybody good? We'll move on to our colors. In terms of this, I'm going to plug in some colors. I'm going to move it to my other deck uh, presentation here so I can have both. So I'm just changing the boxes to make your customized colors. And also I'm putting the hex values here for reference later in the event that, you know, if let's say you have a team adding an assistant or you want to have someone help you with color creation or content creation, you could just send them this document rather than having to find everything over and over again. This is the kelp. So I, I'm putting together these and I'm I'm organizing them by what's our primary color. I think this might be have this might have to be our primary color. And that way you know what's your primary, what's your secondary color, like which one do you use the most? Which one do you use least? Which one do you use as a call to action? Because sometimes you know, if it's all the same color, does it uh, does it get people's attention? Does it do you need another color that is complementary? but bold. I hope that makes sense. I love it. I love that you're interested in this, Nicole, because this is super simple. Sometimes when I'm stressed, honestly, I open up and make a presentation. If that doesn't say a lot about me, I don't know what. Oh my goodness. So if you make a mistake like what I just did, my best friend is this little nice undo button. So E4. Mega, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Did you recommend for like my business leader? She has a, actually a pattern, like the same colors and on her Instagram. And mm -hmm. I just keep using the same pattern. Would you recommend that or just at a point, just change the colors? and keep another pattern or you would just recommend it's better for just her business to stay with the same one forever. When you say pattern, you mean the brand document? Uh, like on her Instagram, it, she uses like, uh, red and white, red and white for all her posts. She wants me to keep it the same color, right? Mm -hmm. And then like she has a certain way she wants the things. It's like a pattern she has on her Instagram. So, is it, a, is it good to stay in the same pattern for, for a business model or is it good to change like once a year or maybe uh, it's not good to change? I understand. Okay. So when it comes to the, the reason why we're creating this brand kit is for consistency. You are more than welcome. It's your business. You can do whatever it is that you need to do. What I recommend is sticking with at least your core colors, because that's going to be how, where you're going to be distinguished. If you're adding another color, uh, 
slowly integrate that into your content flow, whether it's graphics or the photos that you choose, like slowly add that because behaviors, as you know, like I don't change overnight. I'm still like struggling to lose weight because I'm building these healthy habits, you know, even though we're going to McDonald's after this, but nonetheless, behaviors take time. And so what I would recommend is consistency is going to be pretty key. So having a brand book, really solidifying on that without changing too much, creating your brand book, changing it all you want. Great. But once you've solidified and implement it, try to have a process of transition before going all, you know, every year, because the question would be, does Justin, does Juicy Goddess, does Linda, Rebecca, and Angela, would they grab those colors too? I hope that helps uh, being able to be consistent and on yes, track. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So I am going to pick on you, Imani. What's a good color for a call to action? If we take a look at your website, it is fairly similar. And the darkness is this. Do you want to keep it this way or you know, what do you want to try something um, different? I am, I'm definitely open to trying something different because the way right now, the way the website is reflected, is very, it's my, it's like, I'm a private practitioner, which I have been. And now that I'm expanding more into corporate wellness and adding new practitioners, um, I still want it to be calm because I know that I'm going to be getting private services through some of these these partnerships because it's part of like my package um but I'm not sure if I want to keep those colors if I want if I want to make it lighter like my Instagram the green that's on there is not what's on the website <laughs> but I don't know if that's like too soft so I'm open to changing basically is is all I'm setting saying adding a little more um pizzazz or energy because I think right. it's really calm but I think there could be more energy in the colors that I that I use I'm using yeah. yeah I mean you could take a look and play around you know for all of you participating you can take a look at these color ranges like you know what's what's bold and what's calm at the same time what I mean Javon for you specifically there is a particular reason why McDonald's, Carl's Jr., and all those fast food places all have red and yellow. You haven't noticed already. There is color psychology behind that those two colors help people make them go, I'm hungry, I think. So that could also be something to look into, color psychology. Are there any particular color associations with a particular emotion? So for you, Imani, taking a look and doing some research to say, okay, outside of my feelings, what would work for you and your audience members? Right. And with the green, like the white, so like the, the very, the clean aesthetic mm -hmm. is what I've seen, even just in research from other practitioners, the folks in my field in the greens, like that gives wellness and calm. Um, but yeah, it's finding those supporting colors that I'm not sure what I want to go with. Ooh, that you almost had like a oh, cobalt in there. Well, I don't know. No, I just saw a color that I like. Do I it. Let's do it. Pick <laughs> it. I don't. I just don't know how it goes together. I'm like thinking of like how this translates into because I, I I'm getting ready to redo my whole website and then gonna basically tell my intern everything she's been doing is great, but we're 
going in another direction. Here, so. Here's some great, uh, if you're doing a yeah. news, if you're doing a newsletter, if you're doing Instagram, this applies for you too, Nicole, Adriana, mm-hmm. everyone here. Ask. If you don't ask, you won't know. For example, right, right. on Instagram, you can do like a poll. Yes or no, this color or this color, which one do you prefer? Or on your newsletter, for example, basic MailChimp or what's the other one? Constant contact. You can do an AB campaign. For example, it's the exact same newsletter. The only thing is this button is purple and the other one is violet or whatever. And then you can do a test of just that button color. What's the outcome? If there is more open rate on the one that is, you know, this color, this blue color, dang, that's the winner. So how do we use the existing tools that you have to be able to like get the right answer without feeling like I'm guessing? I hope. Right, that, right, yeah. right. There, ask. Yes. Yeah. I would say. Thank you. Go crazy and ask away. Ask, text your friends. So this, I want y'all to do it. Imani, you can go at your own pace, but this is something where you can choose your fonts. You can search fun. You can search bold. You could search like probably like, you know, I don't know if relax is going to come up here, but soothing or something maybe. Bold. You can take a look at what suggestions are there and you can play around and change things, you know, however you see fit. And I recommend just sticking with one or two fonts. You've got your primary and you've got your secondary and stick with those two and be able to pair however you see fit on your Instagram, on your website. It's got to be consistent. Uh, I love it, Nicole. Ask. Duh. So then we're going here. When you see this, Nicole, when you're on your desktop, Imani, since you're on there, go crazy. What are your images? You know, if it's if it's just wellness, all you got to do is click and you got a good drag. And then if you're like, oh, that rock is not in the right placement, double tap, double tap and squeeze it and move it to the right spot. This is all super like fun and relaxing and relax is another good word. There is a lavender festival in Beaumont right now that my husband does not want to go to. Are you from Texas? No, but I lived in Nebraska. Oh, okay. I was like Beaumont. <laughs> no, I thought, it, I thought it was the y'all that gave it away. I've said y'all maybe a couple times. No, Be- Beaumont is a very specific city in Texas. So I was like, yeah, that's why I asked. <laughs> no, I would not survive there. It's hot. Okay, so I'm getting... What else is oh ocean? So have fun looking at stuff. Like, what am I curious about? If it's food or what have you, there's blues. So you can start clicking and dragging. It's super simple. I want you to have something in. Oh, great. I love that you're from Texas, Adriana. This is something simple that by the end of tonight, you can literally have something to share with your intern, to share with your team, to share with whoever you Um, who supports you, things like that. So you can just click and change things however you see fit and click and drag. Does this help? I I hope this template gives you a really great place to go. I got it. At least I have the first starting point and keeping in mind my persona, the person that I want to talk to. Okay. 
fabulous. I like this one better. And you can put your team together and your contact and your social media logos as well if you want. A, cook, a nice way to do this is you go to, uh, let's say, Instagram. Instagram. You can find the graphic. Let's say it's this one. You can size it up however you see fit. You can put it there and align it. But here's this nice little tool. It's called Link. I love it. Because when you down, download it into a, a PDF, it can be clickable. And it can actually direct. You could put your email here and your phone number. Same thing with your email. So if it's hello at Megajoule, you can do um, the linking to it too, I believe. Whoops. And that's that. Questions, comments, suggestions. I love some comments from Nicole. Good suggestions. Orange would be her main color. Supporting colors. You know a good trick. You know this color cal that reminds me. Color palette generator from Canva. One of the, like one of the reasons why I had like a different color palette back when when I first started, I literally went to my favorite spot, which is the beach. I took a picture of it and I uploaded it into this color palette generator, and it pulled the colors from my favorite location. It had to be like the best lighting and all that stuff, but that was another idea of mine to get my first set of colors, and I could adjust my like call to action colors, whatever. But first was because it was my favorite location is where we always went whenever we were stressed or needed to relax. That was how I got things going. Here's this color palette. Awesome. All right. That is our brand kit. So next we're going to talk about press kit. I for uh, provide a suggestion to the leaders here. I know that a lot of you are really busy and like right now you're multitasking, but I'm going to go ahead and share the recording, share the link to the Canva template that Mega just shared, even the color palette generator here. And you can always give this to your fellow to work on, you know, at least fill out certain portions that the fellow might already be familiar with based on the work that they've been doing with you. And then if there's anything that needs to get fine-tuned, then you do the, you take a look at the final, you know, uh, template to see if it matches you at least, you know, to get it started. If you haven't been able to get it started here along with mega, so just a suggestion for you, something for your fellow to do. The list of the persona, like who you're talking to, that, you know, the Justin, the Juicy Goddess, the Linda, the Angela, that information would be beneficial. For example, if I can foresee myself being a fellow getting this, I'm like, uh, I have no idea what to do. I don't know anything about their business or what have you. I think some insight as to who they're talking to, to cater and to do research would be incredibly beneficial. That's a great idea. Wait, that is delegation. I love it. All right. Last step, I promise. So this press kit, I mean, I was a former television news reporter. I was on the other side, essentially trying to 
either say yes or no to a particular story. And I, I asked the, the persona in terms of what's your story, it's how you deliver that story as well as is important. And it's really important to have consistent messaging on your website, on your social, everything, because the minute that you get coverage, you might get one or you get, might get multiple, you get exposure which means that you got to handle whatever pros and cons that comes with it. For example, if it's, you know, more clients, fantastic. Do you have the capacity? Do you have the infrastructure to be able to scale? And if nothing happens, we can take a look at, well, why didn't anything happen? What's, what was up with my story? How could I refine it better? So this press kit is a really great way to like the brand book, to organize who you are, what you do, graphics, colors, images. So in the event that you get a press a reporter or an influencer that goes, yeah, I would love to collaborate with you. It doesn't take you a whole week to go, oh my God, what's my about me again? What's my boilerplate? This is where it's going to be super helpful for you. So very similarly, this is the press kit template to save and share afterwards right here. And I'm going to go to doo -doo -doo, my window right over here. So use my template. Totally feel free to do so. And it's super simple. I literally made it like three pages because the about is super important. It needs to address what you do, why you do what you do, and who you serve at the very minimal. So if you want to have like consultations, work with the facilitators, feel free to ask me. But this is where you would um, write down your about section. And then your why in terms of the mission, the things that you want to accomplish, eradicate, solve, etc. Obviously, the clouds indicate click and drag a photo there. Um, company facts is also an important thing. Oftentimes, you know, nowadays brands could go like, I'm a brand, I'm a business, but what are you credible? Like, what show us the numbers and stats to make sure that the reporters writing on your behalf or the influencers on your behalf are sharing something valid, whether it's sales or revenue or even the views on a social plate page. You can mess around, click and drag, move things and delete things, uh, but being able to share a little bit more about who you are. The one thing that you can do is connect with us here, but there is one thing that I left out and it depends on each organization, each brand is going back to what I had said earlier was the logos and so forth. Like whenever you want to collaborate with a reporter or an influencer. You want to think about what they have to go through. They're probably dealing with a bunch of emails, a bunch of like producers telling them what to do, what not to do. How do you make them easy? How do you make their life easier? So having your logo set in a button on your press kit or having high resolution images that's already ready to download, team bios, any videos or photos that's ready to go, that would be fantastic to include to your press kit because you want to have that optimal visibility. For example, 
if your website's not on the press kit and they're writing an article, but they don't backlink it to your website because they didn't have it, well, that's a missed opportunity, right? It'd be great for SEO. It'd be great for you know f- people finding you and clicking on that link that they've shared and being able to showcase who you are really, really quickly. So those are my basic needs for a press kit because oftentimes that's what I would be asking for. Like, how am I going to showcase you? I have a question. Um, So as far as what you just mentioned right now for SEO and linking to your, uh, whether it's your site, your social media, how do you make sure that it's a do follow or is that something that you negotiate? Like a do, what is it? So how do you make sure that they don't, uh, that they're, that they're not putting in a no follow the no. So if I, if I link to a website, but I put in a no follow tag, it's like, if I'm telling the search engine not to follow that link, therefore it's not indexing, therefore it's not registering it, And there's no point for SEO. So is, and I've heard that uh, from I've just heard stories like that, you know, so I'm just wondering if you have any suggestions as far as like the backlinks, like, is that something that you negotiate when um, you're, yeah. How do the negotiations go with media? Maybe I should start there. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had that issue candidly, you know, from local news, we have like a WordPress site or, you know, equivalent to what most folks use Squarespace and they just link it or they don't link it. You know, I would ask, you know, when you're talking about it from the media, this is great. What information do you need? I'd love to highlight my website link here. Uh, Is this something that you can do and go from there? Typically, it's either they do it or they don't. There's not much of this no linking. I haven't heard of that, at least in my my experience with PR with tier one, two industries. They typically are pretty transparent and pretty blunt because they're like crunching stuff. It's either yes or no. There's not, not really much of an in-between. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. I wouldn't make the negotiation a first step though. I would ask them about what the process is for linking and, and what have you then go from there. If that does come up. That's a great question. Thank you, Martha. Yeah, no problem. I I mean, I have another question. This is something that I've been um, like, yeah. How do you get the media? (laughs) (laughs) So to simplify, yes, but there's a couple of steps to get there. And that's like a whole nother training in itself. It, It goes back to relationships and understanding who you're talking to. That's exactly why we talked about brand persona. And the same element could be there. With the brand's persona exercise, you can almost ask the same questions from the reporter perspective. Reporters are looking to get more clicks, right? They're looking for more visibility on their stories. They're looking for unique perspectives. They're looking for new characters, fresh perspectives. And you can always look at reporters and influencers on social and their you know, social media and take a look at what they care about. And often I, have, I use Google to my advantage to go search for 
whatever industries that I'm looking at. So if it's, you know, health and wellness or corporate wellness, I could take a look at that. Here, let me let me even do it for you if, if since we have just a, a bit of time. So you can start with Google and go, let's say it's corporate wellness. And start thinking about looking at it from the news sections. And I want to use the advanced tool notice. Um, where is the tools? To take a look at, okay, what articles are popping up? There's a corporate wellness magazine. There is the digital journal here. Forbes is writing about it. So for the sake of time and for this exercise, I'm just going to pull up two. So you could start doing some online stalking by searching who wrote this particular article. So Ed Beltran is here, and you can see he is a Forbes Council member. He talks about DE&I effective communication. He talks again with DE&I and reboarding employees during and after the pandemic. So I can say just based on his last few articles, I don't know if, if he's really into wellness per se. I would want to say, okay, I know this guy, I'm going to follow him on Twitter or something, add him to my list and start managing and monitoring whether he's the right person for me. Does he actually really care about wellness? And it puts, and you start developing relationships, meaning like you like his stuff, you're retweeting his stuff, something to kind of like start pinging that conversation. Because ultimately, they're going to want to like work with someone who's credible and things like that. So this one, the future of corporate wellness, an interview with Michelle Lauren, PMI Foods. Um, you could take a look at who wrote this. Maybe you can pitch the corporate wellness magazine. And that is, you know, going through the contact section, potentially asking for a press conference or a press contact. Sometimes it's often on the bottom of the page if you're lucky. But sometimes it's not. But these are pe like these are organizations um, and people that you could start following and seeing if they really care about your topic. From there, you can always find their social, you can find their emails to pitch them. And usually pitches are usually less than a paragraph. Sometimes they can be like maybe a paragraph and a half. They're super short. So that's why it's really important to have your story really concise to be able to say like, hey, if you only have two minutes, like this is what it's all about. And then you can, after the pitching experience, it's kind of a, it's kind of a wait and see. Are they interested? They're going to let you know they're interested. And if not, then you got to start working on who else is interested in this particular topic. Then starting to develop your pitches via email, via social, whatever is most preferred platform based on that particular reporter or influencer in the audience. So does that, does that answer your question? It's, it's, I mean, it's like a whole thing. There's like a whole industry for it. So I can definitely tell you that there is more to it for sure, for a fact. It's just with five minutes, 
It's building relationships, identifying who you want to pitch to. Do they give a damn about it? And if they do, what's your pitch email? What's your pitch communication with them? Got it. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Hope that was a crash course. I've done courses on that too. It's taken over an hour for, for sure. So with that said, oh my gosh, we are at 729. I'm so proud of myself because the next slide is a conclusion slide. You can call me, text me, email. That's, I'm here with you and for you. Also, Ali and the team are also there to support. Ultimately, get it down on paper. Get it out of your thinking phase and start. That's the hardest step sometimes. Actually, for me, it's most times the hardest thing is to start something, anything, a blog. Oh my God, it saved me a whole year. It doesn't even exist anymore. But to start is really, really important. And then from there, you can innovate and and make it better and improve. I have to say, when Mega was a facilitator last semester, a lot of uh, our fellows would ask Mega a lot of questions around, you know, how do I make myself look good? So it had a lot to do with their brand, you know, their personal brand as a future employee, you know, what did they, how did they express or communicate to you as leaders and maybe future, uh, the future, you know, business that they would work with, you know, how did they communicate to them what their brand was or that they would be the ones that you should be hiring, you know? So she was the expert that everyone always asked questions to. And also resumes. She was, they were always asking her questions on their resume. Like, how do I say that I'm the person that they need to hire, you know? So Mega was really helpful in that. Yeah, because, I mean, when I'm looking at hiring candidly, I don't really care what's on the resume. But like, why, why do you want to be part of the team? What have you done to really showcase how you're going to add value? What's your attitude like? You know, what's your, is, are you more optimistic, pessimistic? So that those, those elements and characteristics of that persona shines in each of those things from a job description to a, to a resume. It's, it's like, how do you stand out from the crowd is really the, the critical piece. And that takes lots of refinement. Sometimes it takes support from an introduction of somebody. So there are multiple ways to go about it. But that's the beauty of it. There are multiple ways. There's no right or wrong. You just, there are multiple ways to get, get through things. Yeah, it's a sales pitch, right? You know, the fellows are trying to, you know, put their sales pitch out there to you as leaders to see if you wanted to hire them or have them as a fellow. And it's the same thing with you as, as business leaders, you know? to your brand persona or your persona that you're trying to reach out to. What's your sales sales pitch to them? But we got to get to know who that target market is first. So thank you so much, Mega, for going over these exercises. Um, I will definitely share the recording, share all of these little jewels that you shared. Yeah. Is there anything that I can do to support, add value to your day, to your business, to your student's life, to post-student life? And I'll also share her contact information 
much out, Mega. Because we might have had like a small intimate group now, but as soon as I put it out there, all of a sudden the leaders will be reaching out to you asking you all these questions. Uh-oh. <laughs> but again, Mega, thank you so much for for being here and sharing your your gems, your jewels, Miss Mega Jewel. Thank you. All righty, Mega. Thank you. Um, anything you else you want to add? Anything? Anybody have any more questions for Mega before she hops off? I do have a few reminders for everyone. Thank you, Mega. Yeah, thank you. Always a pleasure. I didn't know all this before, and my job is to spread that knowledge. Thanks, Nicole. Awesome blossom. I'm going to head out, be healthy, go to that McDonald's, you know. (laughs) Every once in a while, it's okay. Explain once in a while. (laughs) Just went yesterday. All right, y'all. You have my contact information. Feel free to ping me anytime. Have a good Tuesday. Bye. Thank you. We'll see you at Toss It Up. Sure. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, everyone. Just a few reminders before we hop off. Um, I hope you've all been meeting with your fellows. Adriana, I know that this is not pertaining to you. And thank you so much for, for joining. Uh, if you are from Al Camino College, thank you always as always for joining us. Um, I have Martha. Who's I in? Who's I in? I in. I don't know who I in. Sorry, that's me. I... I was rushing through <laughs> the registration thing. Thank you for listening to this special audio clip from Leaf. We hope you enjoyed what you heard and will continue to help us amplify the voices of BIPOC women entrepreneurs. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Leaf Cal State LA to stay up to date with our accelerator for emerging entrepreneurs and other resources.